0: Part 1, America's caste system. Before we discuss the caste system in America, let's begin by learning a little about the Indian caste system. India's caste system has existed for thousands of years. In this system, people fall into one of five categories or classes. These classes, ranking from highest to lowest standing, are known as the Brahmin, Kshatriya, Vaisya, Shudra, and Dalits. The five classes have strict regulations in terms of status, rights, occupations, and obligations. For example, the Brahmin is the caste of the clergy, with the privilege of interpreting religious classics and worshipping gods. Kshatriya is the caste of rulers and warriors, responsible for governing and protecting the country, as well as levying taxes. The Dalits, known also as the Untouchables, can only take part in the lowest occupations. The inherited classes are passed down from generation to generation. What's more, endogamy is practiced within classes, meaning that marrying outside one's class is prohibited. As a result, the barriers between the different levels are severe. No matter what level a person is born into, they will belong to it for the rest of their life. The chance of moving class levels is nearly impossible. A person's behavior must also fall in line with the requirements of the hierarchy. When a Brahmin and a Dalit meet on the streets, the Dalit must crawl on the ground while the Brahmin passes by, lest his filthy shadow defiles the holy Brahmin. After learning this, you're probably thinking that there's no way such a system exists in America. On the surface, it may appear your thinking is correct. However, Wilkerson points out that at the core of the caste system exists a hierarchical system, which sets the presumed supremacy of one group against the presumed inferiority of other groups and decides whether a person deserves certain respect, status, honor, privileges, or resources based on his position in the hierarchy. From this perspective, there is evidence of a caste system in America, and the standard of this system for judging people's worth and distinguishing levels is race, or the more prominent factor that can identify race, physical characteristics. In other words, the American caste system is a hierarchical system based on racial differences. In this system, white Americans occupy the top level and represent the dominant, upper caste. African Americans are at the bottom, or the subordinate caste, while Asians and Latinos constitute the middle caste. However, there is no scientific basis for dividing people and judging them based on their race. As geneticist J. Craig Venter said, race is a social concept, not a scientific one he alludes to the analysis of the human genome which found that all humans are 99.9% genetically identical. The idea of race was, in fact, the deliberate creation of an exploiting class seeking to maintain and defend its privileges against what was profitably regarded as an inferior caste, said anthropologist Ashley Montague. Likewise, American ideas of race and the caste system are tools created by a group of people to manipulate others. Next, we'll explore how the American caste system was created. We can trace its origins back to 1619. In August of that year, a Dutch soldier brought two dozen Africans to what is now Virginia. These Africans were purchased by the British and soon forced to the bottom of the emerging caste system that was created by Europeans to enslave Africans. During that time, the British had just colonized the New World, and desperately needed a large amount of cheap and compliant labor to develop the land. The Africans were the best candidates, as they were immune to the infectious diseases of the Europeans and more dependable than the native inhabitants who commonly died of infectious diseases. They possessed the agricultural experience that the British lacked, having already grown sugar cane, rice, and cotton in their homelands. In addition, they were disciplined and worked well together to get the job done. For these reasons, European colonists soon realized that without the Africans and the skills they brought with them, their colonization would fail. So, to use this labor more efficiently, they created a caste system and the enslaved Africans landed at the bottom of the hierarchy, owned by the colonizers. The transatlantic slave trade existed legally in the United States for 246 years, from 1619 to 1865. During this time, slavery was a manifestation of the caste system. African Americans were treated inhumanly considered the property of their owners, they could be mortgaged, wagered against, given as wedding gifts, used to pay debts, and even sold separately from their spouses and children. Slave owners would often abuse their slaves within their homes. Slaves were commonly whipped, raped, branded, and some were even castrated by their owners. Even more, as profit-making tools for their owners, they were forced to endure high-intensity labor. For example, in South Carolina in 1740, an African-American slave had to work 15 hours a day from March to September and 14 hours a day from September to March. Despite the high-intensity nature of their work, access to food was minimal, and many lived on only a peck of corn a week, which is equivalent to approximately 8.81 dry liters. Some were even allowed to eat meat only once a year. After the American Revolution, abolitionist laws and sentiments gradually spread across the northern states, but the southern states remained steadfast in their defense of slavery and attempted to spread slavery into the newly established West. Slavery was not abolished until 1865, when the southern states of the U.S. were defeated by the North in the Civil War. However, the oppression of African Americans has not stopped, and the caste system continues to persist in this country. In 1877, the federal government withdrew from the South out of political compromise. Whites in the South had since vented their bitterness over their defeat, in some instances renewing torture and violence against them. They also enacted a complex array of laws that further oppressed their former slaves and used pseudoscience-like racial hygiene as justification for their constructed hierarchies. With the formation of a caste between whites and blacks, every new immigrant to the United States had to find their place within the country's hierarchy. Many immigrants were Germans, Irish, or Russians from Europe, Yoruba or Yu from Africa, and Japanese or Chinese from Asia. However, after coming to the United States, they found themselves subjected to a new system of classification. European immigrants quickly abandoned their given names, accents, and customs they brought from their native lands to hide their racial identity and fit into the dominant white caste. To gain acceptance, they must also join the ranks of the opposing lower castes. African immigrants were stripped of their Yoruba, Yu, and Akan identities, becoming black members of the lower castes. Immigrants from Asia and Latin America found their place outside the white and black polarities, forming the middle caste. African Americans slowly began to gain their rights after the civil rights movement of the 1960s. This movement guaranteed that laws were enacted to protect African Americans and laws related to segregation were repealed. But, does that mean America's caste system is gone? The answer is far from it. The American caste system still operates behind the scenes. People may no longer be allowed to publicly declare their dislike of black Americans, but the caste system still presents itself in people's minds, behaviors, and habits. For example, in an upscale suburban neighborhood, an African-American woman knocking on the door of a white home was mistaken for a dry cleaner picking up clothes rather than a neighbor. Similarly, there have been cases where white guests at a party will assume a black or brown guest is a waiter and ask to be served by them. An African-American Academy Award winner is accused of being a thief at a fancy deli. Even worse, a police officer broke black NBA star Thabo Cephalosha's leg outside a nightclub because of so-called disorderly conduct. Or, when a white man has the urge to wash their hands after they shake a black man's hand, even though his mind tells him the urge is wrong. Each of these examples shows us that the caste system is still stubbornly lurking in American society, continuing to shape people's attitudes and behaviors. With that, we conclude part one. According to the book, we learned that the American caste system is a hierarchy based on racial differences that were created by Western Europeans in the 17th century to further enslave African tribespeople and develop colonies. From 1619 to 1865, slavery was a manifestation of the caste system. Even after the abolition of slavery, the caste system endured, and even to this day, the caste system operates behind the scenes.